Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. I was going to ask you if you think I can pull off a headband. Yeah, but that's not a headband. That's like a, that's like a, a, a No, it's wrap. a thick, well, it's not a wrap. It's a, I, I have long hair now. And before you, it's not like a do-rag. It, it, what, what are you laughing at? You press record? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's not a do-rag. <laughs> it, it's, I didn't think it was a do-rag. It looks more like a, like, you know, when young ladies go out, but they haven't got their hair did. Right. So they put something over it. Not right. necessarily a do-rag, but like a it's something that keeps the hair back tight and everything like that. Yeah. Or what or what ladies are taking off their makeup and they put this to keep their hair off their face? Yes, it looks like that. I'm not saying now I'm not saying it's just made for ladies. I'm sure it was no, made for working out. I But I don't right know. now your face is pulled so far back. Right. That you look like you might have gotten a little Botox in it. That's how. No, I'll be pulled. the first to admit that I'm not sure if I can pull it off. I'm, you never, you ever buy something and you're auditioning how you feel about it? No, I don't have the luxury of doing that. I try that shit on at the store, so well, I can. It's a headband. <laughs> it probably costs eight bucks, but I, 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 I'm trying out to see if I because I have long hair now. I haven't had a haircut in a very long time. My hair Here, is always in my face. Here's I the problem. Usually, I usually yeah. rock a baseball hat. I'm trying to shake it up, but I, I, don't, I, know, I don't know that it's working, and especially with all this judgment, I don't know if it's it's going to stay around. Here's the problem with you know getting things in the mail and stuff like that, trying things on, and you got to send it back, and sending it back takes way more effort than it would if you just went to the store and you tried it on at the store. You got to go to the freaking. Uh, post office or the wherever you get wherever you send your stuff out. You got to right. get a box. It has right. to get weighed. There's right. so many things that come. 
I would prefer if I was going to get something like that right. to not have to return it. So I therefore, hear you, but it's, but it's I would have stayed. I mean, you like it, so it's all good. But if you didn't like it, it would have been a pain in the ass for you to take that. Well, back. I hear what you're saying about more expensive things. I wouldn't have returned this um, tiny piece of cloth. I would have handed it off to my girlfriend and said, use this for your makeup. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm trying it out. Because, listen, I'm working out, as you know. Yeah. And we, my we, hair is everywhere. My hair is very long. So I'm trying to get it off, off, you know, out, out of my way. It looks good. I'm not going to lie to lying. you. You're fucking lying. I don't th- I feel I feel your I'm judgment. I'm not going to lie to you. It looks good. It makes you look so much younger. When I you feel put your that judgment. On. So you're I saying feel that like, you're, I feel you're like saying it's pulling my, should... my my skin back like botox? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like when said quarantine is over, yes. you should test that out on the masses and just no. wear that out. I don't think people at I think like, our well, next my Zoom girlfriend meeting. already said it's my <laughs> girlfriend already said it's like uh, it's very broy. It's like a bro thing. I didn't like that adjective. Oh well, you know, broy. Did you know that places like Hoboken they call it ho ho broken? Brohoken? No, ho broken. Like ho broken. There's lots of like bros. That. There's a lot of bros and ho. Yeah, there's always been apparently. a lot of bro. It's like a lot of college kid bro baseball head yeah. backwards. No, not broken. That's what they call it. Broken. Broken, broken. Oh yeah, because you you lived there, right? For like a half a year, I lived in Jersey, and all I heard was you going to Broken, dude. Where would you go out? Um, would, when you were like going for drinks with friends, would you go to Broken? No, I would chill in downtown Jersey City. Oh, and how's Jersey City? I've never I've never had a drink in Jersey City in my life. Well, Jersey City is gentrified. Apparently, Jersey City used to be a very very different neighborhood than how it is now. And gentrification happened, and mm-hmm. it was a bunch of warehouses also. So, like, if you lived in Jersey City, you lived amongst warehouses and so now it's and like Yuppieville and stuff. Anyway, so Broboken, yes, best sushi I've ever had in Jersey. Okay, the name of the place is called Saku. Saku, okay. yeah, in Jersey City. Or, and where was your or was your... or uh, or I should say Hoboken. And where was your favorite bar in Jersey City if people want to go? Do you remember the name? Well, I sakued out. I went to, I would go to Saku like all the time. Okay. My favorite Oh boy. Hey, Sarah. Oh, boy. My favorite bar to go to, however, in Jersey yeah. City was definitely I would I would find myself at Hudson Hall quite Hudson a bit. Hudson Hall. All right. Well, if you're yeah. in Jersey City, everybody, support Jersey uh, bars and go to Hudson Hall and ask them where Donald Faison sat and you can rub your cheeks on on the stool. Well, you could do that. That's that's fine. Or you could just go and have a drink. <laughs> Tell them I sent you. Sarah, does your audio work now? No, no. it does not. It does oh not. Oh, my God. Dan. <laughs> Dan. You guys, I want you to know that Dan had a private session with Sarah this time to talk her through her audio. And uh, I don't know what it is, but she's just, I think it's safe to say not tech savvy. She has to have some skill when it comes to tech. Well, she does voiceover. Dan, she had a prior. I know how. I bet the Rick and Morty people don't have to put up with this, Sarah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I'm unplugging my headphones. Do you hear me now? Okay. Good. Perfect. Oh, my oh for the love. Okay. Dan. Dan. Now you got to record. Zach now Joel, you have to record. Can you please edit this out? No I way. I cannot no, do it. No I way. Do this it. is gold. This is gold. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? No way. Request. As a matter of fact, five, six, seven, eight. Stories about show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. 
Good call. I want to do the five, six, seven, eight. Well, you well, know what? You didn't. You didn't deserve it. You don't deserve <laughs> I didn't it. Earn it. We'll see how you perform on the show, and if you're if you're good enough, we'll let you do the end one. The outro. Oh God, so much pressure. Okay, is anyone else hearing opera? No, no. <laughs> Something is playing music. This is incredible. I okay, think it's your I'll, just, iPad. I'll deal with it. Maybe it's your iPad. iPad. Maybe on the iTunes app on your iPad, um, someone accidentally hit opera. Yeah, but it's weird. <laughs> it, that, that totally fixed it. That totally, that totally fixed it, but it was a Peppa Pig episode. I didn't know they did opera in Peppa Pig, but. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Peppa, Pig, Peppa Pig has made a return in our house. I thought we were done oh. with Peppa Pig. All I don't of a sudden, understand. Will you tell people that don't have children what the hell Peppa, Peppa Pig is? Peppa Pig is a British oh, show funny. cartoon about a pig named Peppa. And right. it, it starts off, hi, I'm Peppa Pig. This is my brother, George. This is Mommy Pig, and this is Daddy Pig. And each and time she Susie introduces Sheep. one of the pigs. Right, well, Susie Sheep's her best friend. Every time <laughs> they introduce one of the pigs, they, they snort. So, I'm Peppa Pig. <laughs> this is my brother, George. <laughs> this is Mommy Pig, <laughs> and this is Daddy Pig. <laughs> it's, okay, and what, do they anyway. go on adventure? I'm assuming they go on adventures. And no, they the go world. to school. It's like a kid's show for, it's like to help with, etiquette and you know like uh how you're supposed to react to helps you it helps you to react like peppa and her family do to certain things right? oh because so, they're like proper yeah. they're good they're like no it's not that well i mean i guess you could say british folks are proper that's that's one way well of i just mean it. like they have good etiquette they have good manners right they definitely have <laughs> good like you can't jump in muddy puddles unless you wear your boots okay <laughs> That's one of the main refrains is jumping up and down in muddy, muddy puddles. puddles. Splish, splash, splish, splash, splish, splash, splash. Um, but also, it's incredibly funny, as most British humor is. And like my 14-year-old nephew, who I'll like never be as cool as him ever, um, was watching Peppa Pig with with Frankie, who was three at the time. And he was like, yeah, you got to get over here. You got to come watch this. <laughs> it, was, it was like the most I was doubled over I'm sending you guys the link and you're not going to believe the humor in this it's so oh, I already know the humor in Pepper Pig yeah, yeah. oh my god the one about where she can't whistle she's like whistling like this and hangs it right up on Susie Sheep I mean it's fucking gold <laughs> it's amazing I'm sending it okay so like, Trader Joe's yes Trader so Joe's Trader Joe's they do not have a Trader Joe's here and people all of my friends drive over the border to go get Trader Joe's and bring it back. But they also, there's a company that was like some article about. That's uh, so like I was telling store. everyone while you, while you yes. were, while you were doing they, this, there was a, there was a store that was like, fuck it. We're just going to make our own store. They went across oh, the Trader border, <laughs> bought shit and just sold the shit at their store. Right. Yes. What was it called? Trader. They had, I can't remember. I read it a long time ago. Anyways, Trader they, Jane they, or something. <laughs> totally. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a whole, uh, it's a whole thing. Tiny, how long? Tiny did, how long? What do you? How long will it take? Would it take you wherever you are to get in the United States to cross the border? Oh, it's not long. Um, like two hours. Oh, okay. So you're not that far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We so miss you, worth, Sarah. It's worth it for those uh, there's, there's so I miss there's you guys a, there, too. We were taught. We've been talking about how we never see you, and uh, we miss your face. I miss you guys too. We got the I band to back say, together on Zoom. No, look at this. The band's back together on Zoom. The band is back together. Oh, we can't do our handshake virtually, Donald, and make Zach jealous. It's all good. He doesn't like our handshake, well, I don't I, think. I think he hated it. I'm just it. jealous. I never, whenever people do those like epically long handshakes, I I, I, I frown, but only because I, I've never been involved with one and I, I couldn't possibly remember it. So maybe I'm just jealous. 
I have a very cool. long one with Sarah Chuck, and I have a very long one with Breck and Meyer. Those are the only two handshakes that I have in my life where I'm like, geez, this is a long ass handshake. Could you and Sarah get right back into it without fault right now, you think? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> get it, girl. <laughs> Running man. You get it. <laughs> Sarah, we were talking in the later. last episode you about your, uh, your epic. We, yeah, we were talking you about your, your epic um, I Told You So dance and how long it was. Oh my God. Uh, that's so funny. People send me that at different moments in my life over social media. That was one of those fun times on Scrubs. Like what a unique job. When do you get to do this? Where Bill was just like the line in the script said, I told you so. And he said, instead of saying that, just make up like a, a song and a dance. And I told you so song and dance. And such a, you know, it's not frequent that you have to do that on a job. So it was fun. Um, well, do you remember getting, getting down into the splits? Uh, yeah. It's hard to get out of them. I remember getting down into it and being like, and I'm stuck. Uh, I was going to say, there's some video, I think, on one of the gag reels that people can watch on YouTube if you're if you're interested, where Sarah just kept going and going and going with her I Told You So dance, and they only could put a, a short piece of it in the show. But it like it went on for like a full minute, I think. Oh, yeah, they didn't cut. So I just kept going and then um, brought in some French and German, like, I told you so in German, which is, yeah, das stimmt, ich habt gesagt. Because obviously after being tortured going to German school twice a week for my entire upbringing, anytime I can, you know, feel that it's actually, come, it's only been useful in scrubs. That's the only time I've ever used my German. Really? Right? Yeah, when, when we would go to international upfronts and stuff like that, it was always yes. helpful. Yeah, when you do press, you must be very popular with the French and German press, I would think, because <laughs> Sarah is fully trilingual. Not anymore. I was as a kid. French, I still, uh, I, I can speak. But after my grandmother died, we don't really speak German anymore. So I've lost so much of it. But I, uh, but French, I still have because that was, uh, you know, all day, every day school was in French, like math, science, PE, everything. I'm so jealous of people yeah, that I can wish, speak multiple languages. I wish I could speak multiple languages, man. Like I tried to get the Rosetta Stone and it's, I Do just it. failed at it, you know what I mean? But I failed at it. No, you didn't fail at it. You just didn't commit, Donald. That's that that it that you know what? That's a better way to look at it. That's a that's a that's a better way to look at it. But you if, know, I probably could have been great at basketball if I dedicated a lot of time to it. I mean, well, I'm not saying I would have been like had natural super skills, but I always well, think of it like like, you know, it's what you dedicate time and focus and energy to. You know what? You're well, absolutely right, because I know a lot of people who didn't play sports growing up and put a lot of energy into sports when they got older, meaning uh, like tennis or golf or something like that. And now they are very good at those sports. Right. I, I, just, wanna, I just I just want to clarify for yourself, for your own psyche, that you could probably be you could easily become bilingual if you cared enough to if you dedicated the hours you dedicate to animation to learning absolutely. a language. I probably oh, be, for sure. I probably would be fluent. What in language, language would right you now. choose? What language? If I could choose a language, hmm, that's interesting. That's I very... would choose Spanish because um, uh, here we are living in California yeah. and. It, it feels like makes the most sense to be able to speak with so many Spanish speakers that are here. Uh, yeah. Spanish is a good one. Uh, phew, wow. I also Chinese like French. Chinese is probably a good one now. Uh, French is a good one. But if I could choose, I would want to choose something that's like out of the ordinary. Hebrew. 
I would I would love to learn. I to want to learn Hebrew. Hebrew. That would be great, actually. Oh my God, you speaking uh, Hebrew in Israel would be one of the one of the most amazing things. Can you just do it, please? We'll do me? it together. We'll do it together. That would be great. I would I'm love in. that. Well, so Sarah, we were talking okay, about hey, learning quickly, sports quickly and about... stuff like that. <laughs> learning sports and stuff. I know you wanted to say something. Go ahead. Oh, no, I just want to say two things. Um, one that, yes, Donald, pick a language and absolutely you master it. In terms of languages, I kind of cheated because I was a kid and I feel as a kid, it's like it just insert. It's like a gift into your brain. It's so easy. And as an adult, it's so much harder. But but sports, I'm I'm living proof that what Zach just said is not true about uh, you could play basketball and, and become really good. I devoted so much time in my youth to basketball. It's all I wanted and I wanted it so bad. And I tried out for the basketball team in grade five, grade six, grade seven. I was at our neighbor's hoop in the pouring rain in Canada, practicing every day. And then tryouts for grade seven basketball came and I was like, this is my year. The basketball came from across the court, hit me square in the face. And started a series of like crazy nosebleeds that lasted for months until I got my nose cauterized. But anyways, um, I kept trying out for the team and I kept practicing and I take like camps and I would, I would try so hard. And finally in grade 10, and I was still the shortest kid in the class. I grew when I was like really like 18 or something. So I, uh, I finally made the team and Blake, who you've both met, who's my brother-in-law was two years older and was my coach and makes fun of me till this day. And I made the team, but I spent the whole time on the bench. But I was like, I didn't care because I had a jersey and I was on the team and I was getting on the bus with all of my buddies to go to the game and that's all I wanted. And we had a really good team and they would put me on a center forward as like a joke when we were beating the other team like 70 to four. And um, I'd be like jumping, trying to like, and it was all effort, no skill. So trying so hard and just, yeah. Well, you know what? You made the team, so all of that practice paid off, <laughs> and you got to run up and down a couple of for a couple of minutes during every game that year. I'm sure. You I know, just they, think a lot of people say, and I'm including myself in this, like, "Oh, I suck at that. Oh, I suck at that. Oh, I can't cook. Oh, I can't drive a motorcycle. Oh, I can't play basketball." And it's like, no. Well, maybe you're not amazing at it, but you never dedicated any fucking time to trying. Right. Well, there is that. There is. There is that. There is that. Like I say all the time, I can't write. And I'm going to be honest with you. I can imagine so much. And I can and I can and I can come up with so many stories. You know what I've never done though? You know what I've never practiced trying to write it into uh trying to write it down. I've always been like, well, I've got this idea and somebody's like, "Oh, you should write it down." And I'm like, "Oh, no, I'm I'm not a writer." How would I ever know? If I don't sit down and I put the pen to pad. Of course. Just just imagine something you love. Like in your case, it would be animation or basketball or golf. Imagine all those hours you had been in a writing class. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. You'd probably be a fucking amazing writer. Right. Right. Absolutely. Or, 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 or practicing, not just sitting in a class. Like, you know well, I mean? it's like you said. I would learn how to write. That doesn't necessarily mean I'd be a great writer. I might not be great at it, but I would be able to understand structure and I would understand you know, uh, how to tell a story. You would still get way better. You would get way better even if, no matter where you're starting it, will you become one of the greatest writers of all time? No, but if you, but you'd be, you'd, you, I guarantee you with practice, you'd be, you'd be pretty darn good. 
I feel like, you know, you get, you get put in a box as a kid of the things you can and can't do so early. And, you know, yeah. for me, that was singing. I was in grade five and Mrs. McKinnon was like, chop girls, just mouth the words for this performance to my sister and I, <laughs> when we were singing Christmas carols in a mall for like some school, not a fancy choir, like a school choir. And I feel like it was like that moment where I loved nothing more than musical theater and was doing musical theater after school. And it just completely shut me down and put me in this box of like, oh, that's something that I can't do. So I stopped working at it and learning and trying. And who knows where you would have gotten if you would have kept going. Yeah, you it. could have been Adele. Eponine in Les Mis on Broadway. Well, you think it's, you think, I remember a kid I went to school with could not really sing that well. He could barely hold a tune. You know what I mean? Uh, but he could play the piano really, really well, right? When he graduated, he's gone on now to write songs. He performs all the time. He's a an amazing artist. You know what I mean? But I remember when he couldn't sing. And he could sing his ass off now. You know what I mean? So cool. My little brother, Olamide, when he was in a band called Imagine, when he auditioned for the band Imagine, he uh, he... Sang show tunes, because that's all he knew. I think his audition was something like, you know, the the song to Peter I won't grow up. I think that was his audition for the band. And they were like, well, the kid can the kid can hold a tune. Let's see if we can work with him. Now my little brother, he has music that he works on all the time and he tries to get it out. And he's, you know, he's doing his thing. As a musician, and he's a very good singer, and he sings. If you ask me, he sings better than a lot of these motherfuckers out right now. But that's just how me. do we? How do we? Brother. How do we hear his music? Can you give him a plug? Just, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll shout him out at Yo Olami Day. Uh, y O uh, O L A M I D E. I think that's it. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I wasn't expecting to shout him out like that, but I think that's his handle on Instagram. Okay. Uh, uh, and he, if it's you know, not, he, we'll fix it. We'll fix yeah. it if it's not. Uh, anyway, he worked really hard to get where he was. So I, I understand. I understand the premise. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be no, 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 the greatest. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. An epiphany I had in, in my own life, you know, in my in my 20s was, you know, stop saying you suck at X, Y, and Z, and not not that you don't, but it's because you haven't dedicated any interest, and it comes at any time, and it becomes it comes with interest. So the things that we're all interested in, in our own lives, our own hobbies and things outside of being an actor, we'll dedicate countless hours to. For me, one of my hobbies is photography. I will be online looking at cameras and playing with new cameras, you know, for endless hours. Now, I could be dedicating that time to, to something else and get quite good at that thing. So it's just foolish to say, like, oh, I suck at that. You might, but it's, it's not because you, 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 it's in your bones. It's because you didn't dedicate any commitment to, to time. That's all I'm I, I agree about. with that 100%. And, and, and that also goes for learning lines also. <laughs> yes, sure. Just putting it out yeah, there. Yeah, Donald always used to say and always does say, oh, I can't learn lines. That's bullshit. You were fucking well, high watching basketball. And that was, and that was <laughs> honest. That's the honest to goodness truth. And when I stopped doing all of that, I found that learning lines was actually very easy to do when you just look if you can't learn it in two hours there's something wrong you know what i mean you, you should really think about finding other exercises to do when it comes to line learning that is it's you just a I matter mean? of, of, of <laughs> practice for me by the yeah. way we should just um sarah before we get in the episode how is uh your quarantine going you're up in canada still i assume yeah yeah i'm up in canada and uh 
it's um you know it's like a never ending roller coaster we're doing pretty good um we've had like a little bit you know kid people get sick and then obviously that's not a fun time because every you know anytime you get any symptom right now it's terrifying um and uh and just trying to find ways to keep the kids positive and occupied and I feel like it's you know it's a constant um game uh with your own brain to just you know keep focused on positive stuff and are they opening schools back up in canada yet they are they sent out a survey uh to say you know would you send your kids back and i answered back i would not could not in a boat i would not could not with a goat right it's kind of hard to do that right now that's the one thing that's you know that's the that's the uh one thing that i i don't know that i could do that you know i could i can't I, I know I know I, I don't say I, I shouldn't say I don't know. I know that I wouldn't I I'm not ready for that yet. Uh but they're not doing that this school year, right? The, the talk, if anything, would be the fall. No, they, no, some they're people, opening some here people now. are talking about open. August. Some some schools are already back. Uh in, yeah. Oh. School my kids' schools are back. Um and um, you know, I feel like it's uh you know, I part of me wishes the message they were putting out there was there's absolutely a need for some kids to go back to school. So please, if you can keep your kids home to make more space for the kids who have to go back so that there can be social distancing as opposed to like, do you want to send your kids back? It should be, I think, a little more focused on um, the goal of keeping the numbers small still for the people that that have to go back because they need to go back or because their parents are working on the front line or whatever it is. Mm, Right. Tara, forgive me for not knowing this, but has Canada been hit I mean, I know it per capita, obviously, but has it been hit um, as as hard as the United States has been hit with it? I don't think so, right? You know, the the numbers on the West Coast are a lot better than the numbers on the East Coast right now. Um, And uh, I think that, you know, part of that is the West Coast of Canada, their spring break was a little bit sooner. It hit there first. The West Coast had a bit more benefit of time in terms of locking down a bit earlier in terms of when the virus arrived and and I think it's it's obviously less densely populated and so I think part of it is just luck part of it's the social distancing um but the numbers have been have been lower and the borders aren't open yet right like you you well you might be able to because you have dual citizenship right you can but if you don't have dual citizenship you can't get into the United States right no they're still closed I don't know what their plans are for that oh I miss you well, I miss yeah. you guys too, and you guys I have been keeping me entertained so and happy. Are you, are you really listening? Because I, we, no. we had to prove to um, Randall. I don't know if you heard the episode with Randall, but he I tried did. to act like he was listening, and then he said three, two, one, and he got outed. <laughs> three, two, one. No, I've been listening. I've, I haven't heard all of them. I've heard a bunch of them, and it's making me so happy, and I can't believe how much you guys remember, and it's so fun to just, especially in a time like this, like go back into that go back into that headspace and we had I just we had so much fun we had so many fucking laughs and I um yeah all of it like Donald singing Sanford and Son the other day um you know what it is it's fun to what hear it, Johnny C you know what it is I was hanging out with Paul Rudd and Alicia Silverstone and Breck and Meyer doing a clueless reunion like a year and a half ago or something like that right and Paul said something that was very very interesting he was like, we have history together. You know what I mean? So because we have history together, it's so easy to fall back into where we were 
when we were uh, working on Scrubs, right? He was he was saying mm-hmm. we're clueless. He was like, we yeah. had such a great time, and it was such a big opportunity for all of us, and it turned into something so big that when we see each other, you can't help but reminisce and feel all of those great feelings that you had yeah. when shit jumped off, right? Yeah. I think also, you know, when we did the show, we didn't have all these years of knowing just how special it really was. I mean, we've all done plenty of jobs since and continue to work and will till till our dying day. But I think when I watch these episodes back and I I, I, I talk to you guys and it's great seeing everyone now we're doing the show. We see you, Sarah. We saw Johnny C. We see people that we don't see all the time. It's it's even bringing back more nostalgia for me because I'm going, wow, what a, what a unique time this was to not only do something for so long, but to create this wonderful bond with these with these people. And um, it's, you know, a lot of uh, jobs as an actor that you do, they're fun and everyone's cool and, and, it, and it works or it doesn't. But it isn't such a special thing where where you have these lifelong bonds with people. It's so true. Is it, it was it was it was our 20s, right? Like it was our 20s. It was such a formative time, I think, too, in our lives. And then for it to be on such a special show. And yeah, like you guys were saying, like now we realize being adults, like how fucking rare that is. And to have, you know, I mean, we would, we would spend, it was like you guys were talking about with Randall. It's like, we would spend 16, 20 hours shooting. We would go overtime that that, that people don't never do anymore. And then we would go with the whole crew to the money tree, you know, (laughs) uh, on a Friday night, Uh, we would have wine and cheese Fridays. I mean, we've literally just spent like, over a hundred hours together and then, you know, and then are still hanging out or would hang out on the weekends. And I think. And we really all eat lunch together. I mean, I don't know if you guys, now, nowadays on sets, people are like, all right, later. It's like lunch. I go go right to my trailer. But we used to every single day for nine, for eight years, um, have lunch together. Yeah. 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 It's so, it's so, um, it's so rare. I was working on a job like a year ago and I just, I was new there and I just grabbed my train, went down and sat with, with the crew and a couple of guys that I'd worked with years and years ago. And somebody said like, Oh, actually you just go to the trailer. And I was like, Oh, that's not how, that's not how I grew up. That's not what I enjoy. Um, and, uh, it was, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, but Carrie Bennett, our amazing costume designer who had her de- own line, I fabulous scrubs. Re- I definitely remember Carrie Bennett. I think. Oh my God, she was so great. So she, 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 she'd say to me, you know, after lunch, she was like, Sarah, um, I don't want to say this, but we're running out of scrubs in, of your scrubs. And, and we, 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 we just need to, we're going to give you this art smock as a, as a giant bib and, and you've got to wear it to the lunch tent. And I was like, you're kidding me, right, Carrie? And she's like, no, no, just like wear it. And then it will protect the scrubs, these beautiful baby blue scrubs from the chili stain. And uh, so I did, and it was kind of humiliating. And I was super proud. I, I came back from lunch and I'm like, Carrie. And then I had taken a quick uh, disco nap in my dressing room and I fell asleep on a Sharpie. And so these... <laughs> baby blue scrubs that were like pristine on the front had like a sharpie stain the size of a grapefruit on the butt sarah is it okay to tell everyone um that you're not necessarily the tidiest person (laughs) oh my god i forgot about that your dressing room oh my god shit how did you find anything in that never you've never seen anything like it people oh my god that's right 
It was that like, come along so way. true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you guys remember I moved dressing rooms? Because I was between your two dressing rooms at the right end of the hallway. And then in whatever season that Heather Graham came on, she was coming for eight episodes. And they made her a really nice dressing room. They brought in like new carpeting and they painted. They brought in this cute little couch. And it was smaller than our dressing room, but it was so pretty. And so when she left, they let me have it. So I ended up switching over to Heather's dressing <laughs> That's room. That's so fucked up. They fixed up a dressing room because Heather Graham was coming. And then when she left, you were like, can I have it? And they were like, sure. Like, that's so fucked up that after all this time, you didn't get that dressing room. Well, that's, oh that's was, You moved across the hall. That's right. You moved to the other side. Oh, but okay. Yes, I did. And, and to, as more proof that I've been listening to your podcast, Johnny C, I was laughing so hard. He was like, he was like, remember we, how we each got $1,500 from Disney every year to in, improve our dressing rooms? I was like, hell no. <laughs> I remember we just going into, I remember, I remember going into, Donald didn't have much decor and he would just like, yeah, had like his, whatever, whatever the latest video game system and the controllers everywhere. And then, and then Sarah looked like a, a teenager <laughs> exploded. <laughs> there was just like shit everywhere. But yeah, I kind of was a teenager. I mean, when I look back at those episodes, we were babies. Like, I yeah, guess but I was you were 24. in your twenties. You weren't a teenager, kiddo. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. You no, were in no, your twenties. And then Zach, right. your your dressing room looked like fucking. You would walk in and it would smell good. You yeah. had freaking art on the wall and shit yeah. like that. I yes. fixed it up. I was there. Not. I was there my whole life. I, I thought it had to be a little bit nice. But I want everyone to realize these are still hospital rooms. Okay. These are small hospital rooms yes. that basically just had some Ikea furniture and a fresh coat of paint. But they dude, still you, had, you changed your shit up a little bit more than just Ikea furniture. Like, yeah, they, I feel like there was like they a were like, couch. they were like, Zach, here's your room. And you were like, no, we got to fix it. Hold on now. Hold, 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 hold on now. Well, where did you get this? Where'd you get this furniture from? Ikea. No, 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 no. We're going to have to get Pottery Barn. Like you. Still, <laughs> no, it was, not, it was not as nice as Pottery Barn. It was I think it was all rental shit. So it, it, every year they bring you in like, how about this couch? And you'd be like, no. And then they just go to the dip rental house and be like, how about this one? It was just like some bullshit Please, couch. I'm learning so much. I, A, never got the 1500 Johnny C. Stone. I, Neither did never I. Had someone, I never had someone say, how about this couch? I was just whatever couch was in there till I took Heather well, Graham's room. I mean, in my defense, I was there the most hours of the day. So no I, 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 I did I did occasionally be like, I'm going to need to nap. So I'm going to need I a nap. I do nice remember saying, couch. I do remember going up to somebody and being like, listen, I don't want to be a pain in the ass or anything like that. But... My couch is made out of like uh, it's like dandery or whatever this shit is, and it's really hard on my face, and it's really hot. Is there a way we could find something that's a little bit more cooler, uh, and and not cooler like uh, like uh, aesthetically cooler, but cooler like keeps your body cool, cooler? I don't want you to be a pain in the ass, but is there any way this could happen? And I remember them being like, hmm. Well, let me talk to somebody about this. We'll see. <laughs> You're talking maybe when about Heather Graham leaves. You can have her couch. Right, maybe Zach's like they would be like, "Here's a couch. What do you think of this couch?" No, okay. <laughs> Here, what about this? Like it was. <laughs> you should have been like. You should have been like Heather Graham would like me to have a nicer couch. <laughs> should we get into okay. the episode, guys? Absolutely. Let's I know you both have. I know you both have children that need tending to. So. Absolutely. We Should we go to in. break before we Is get to the episode? Oh, yeah. to eat. <laughs> yes, we are Let's... going to break. Sarah, would you like to throw to break? 
Five, six, seven, no, eight. No, 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 Sarah, no. You just say Jesus. we're going to break. Five, six, seven, eight. Sarah, no, okay. you just say not, we're going to break. Oh, God, just Sarah. Guys, you don't we listen are to the going episode. to break. No, Sarah, do it again. Go ahead. We're going to break. <laughs> Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts Bars, and Kind Savory Bars. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Welcome back. We're here with Sarah Chalk, the legendary Canadian. I would say America's favorite Canadian. I used to call her um, Canada's Britney Spears. Uh, Maybe Ryan Reynolds might be slightly more popular than you, but that's it. Other than him, maybe. Maybe Michael J. Fox. That's it. Maybe, maybe Seth Rogen. 
Maybe. Oh, he's Canadian, Seth Rogen? Yeah, maybe Dave Ryan. Go- maybe Ryan Gosling. Stop bringing, Gosling, stop bringing Sarah Gosling. down on the list. Maybe. In my definitely heart, Gosling. Sarah. <laughs> in my heart, Sarah, you're number one, number one Canadian. <laughs> that means a lot. All right, let's try it. <laughs> you're, how about this? You're one of my favorite human beings on the planet. How about that? That's okay, true. That'll That's take true. it. And I'll Sarah, when you when I see your face, I automatically smile. Put it that way. That's the highest compliment I can give someone. Mm. I see your face and I smile. I'll take it. Donald, well, uh, directed by Adam Bernstein and written by Matt Tarsus. That's a power team right there. Those are two all stars. That's a good. I knew that was there was a reason why I really liked this episode. Well, there's that a lot a of good. Team. There's a lot two of good face. stuff in it. But for those of you. Uh, um, who don't know at home those we've been talking about them but the Adam Bernstein directed the pilot um, Baby's Gary, Got Back and also the music video for Baby's Got Back if you want to see some of his finest work and um, which, which involves a giant ass I mean the set Adam's Adam's choice Adam's vision for the Baby's Got video, Back video was to just build an enormous ass if you don't believe me uh, look it up on YouTube these dancers <laughs> dance around a huge ass well, you know, I wonder this. Did Go. Adam Bernstein direct Sir Mix-a-Lot's follow-up to Baby Got Back, Put It on a Glass? Very good mm. question. Uh, Joel, would you mind looking that up? No, Bill won't know, but Joel can <laughs> look it up. Um, Joel, Joel, who is the genius uh, auteur behind Put It on the Glass? Was it indeed Adam Bernstein or not? Now, Donald, what are they putting on the glass? Their boobs or their bums? Their boobs. Oh, they're putting their boobs on the glass. Yes. So he went from baby got back to put it <laughs> put on the glass. glass. Can you imagine the meeting that put he's like? <laughs> can you imagine like they're like Sir Mixlot comes in and he's like, "Hi, I have a song I want to do about the love for my children," and they're like, "Ah, you know, we were thinking more along the lines of put them on boobs the on glass." glass. <laughs> right. We right. I want to follow up baby got back with a song that's really dear to me. Yeah, it's about, about my connection to my my spirituality and the, my love of my parents. And and, and right, and I'm like you know. Mix a lot. We were thinking, sir. Do you think they called him, sir? Sir, 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 sir. Mix a lot. We were, we were thinking. Baby's back, back sold so well. So many records. Yes, mm. and rightly. It's so. only right that we follow up with put him on the glass. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're you're focusing on the tushes. We made millions. What if you did something about putting boobies on windshields? <laughs> I don't Isn't know that, that put him on. I don't know that put him on the glass was as big as Baby Got Back though. Now wait, I have a question, Donald. Did, was put him on the glass specifically about putting breasts on a windscreen? Yeah, uh, it was like on a windshield. Yes, yeah, so like the. I think so what the was video- Sir Mix a lot asking of the women in specific? I don't know, but all I know is the hook was like put him on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember being like, what a yes. different, what a different era. All right, Joel is different yeah. era. Joel is fact checking uh, who directed that. Uh, and I, if you don't know what we're talking about, you really need to uh, look up these music videos. I used to PA on music videos back in the day, and uh, it, you know it was a different era. I mean, people actually watched music videos back then. Remember? Uh, yeah, dude. I remember. I remember uh, music videos. I remember MTV. What I really remember is the box, and that was when you got to call in and make your video request. Canada had the box for a while. Y'all also had other things that, look, here's what was dope about just shouting out your uh, home country. Her name Degrassi. Degrassi Junior High. De- well, Degrassi Junior High. Degrassi High. Yo MTV Raps. But there was another one. It was like Music Box or some shit like that. I forget the name of it, but it was like, all right, so when I was a kid, BET had... 
uh, Rap City. Oh, was that? Yeah, that was BET, I think. Yes. Right. And so uh, Canada also had a rap city also, and it would be Canadian artists. And that's how I learned out about learned about Cardinal Official and all of these Toronto artists and stuff like that. Anyway, if you had cable when you were a kid, you could get Canadian television. And on Canadian television, they would play Degrassi Junior High, Degrassi High. And uh, what's the name? Did of the you camera? watch Degrassi? You Don? can't do that on television. Oh, I, I remember watched. you can't do that on television. I didn't, uh, I didn't. Moose, uh, Yakustin. That, yeah. Peeking out of the lockers. Wasn't Alanis Morissette on that. that? Yes. And Sarah, wasn't that um, wasn't that the show where if you if you said I don't know, they dropped green shit on you? No, that's so. something on Nickelodeon. I thought that was a Nickelodeon. Oh, that's show. Nickelodeon. I thought that was a Nickelodeon show. Wait, anyway, Donald, my yeah. point is, my point yes. is. You guys had some pretty dope television to watch as kids, man. They dealt with some serious shit on Degrassi, man. It wasn't like the usual, you know, it wasn't Saved by the Bell where Shorty got hooked on freaking uh, caffeine pills. On Degrassi, <laughs> that motherfucker got hooked on meth. Like shit like that. Like on like yeah. straight up pills, dude. Yeah. And the, was Drake a was Drake a leading character on Degrassi? Or like supporting? that was we were older by the time Drake was on Degrassi, they weren't you know, some of the original cast had come back and they were like the teachers on, they were like screeching, belding type shit. I see, I see. But when it comes to, when it came to, like there was a girl on the show who got pregnant in junior high school or something like that and goes into high school. I think her name was Caitlin or something like that. She goes to high school and she got a baby and stuff. I don't remember, listen, I don't remember it well, but I just remember it was like, these are more realistic problems that youth are going through right now when I would watch Degrassi and stuff like that. Watching uh, compared to watching Saved by the Bell or you know yeah. City High or or you know Hang Time, y'all had the freaking real deal holy feel <laughs> things happen yeah, to kids, sweet. and also interracial relationships, all types of shit on that shit. You know, I just mm-hmm. remember, I remember well. Wait, well, let's drive in, uh, Donald. At fifty seconds, um, you vacuum rowdy. Yeah. I laughed at that. <laughs> that was the best part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I have an LOL mark beside that one. That was no, hysterical. I think that's the only time. I think we don't ask to ask, ask the Scrubs Wiki guy. I'm pretty sure it's the only time in, in nine years Rowdy's ever been vacuumed. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it can get, just because it's dead. I mean, I guess it can't get fleas, can it? I don't know if dead animals can get fleas. Joelle, I know you're working on the put them on the glass, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't, look, don't worry about looking okay, that so, up. So let me ask you this. Yeah. I, I, okay. I know ahead, both of you do. I love my parents. Yeah. I, I love having the them thing. around. I, was I love the having thing. them around. You know what I mean? So when watching this and they're like, and, and Turk and, and Elliot and JD are trying to avoid their parents. I was like, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily fall in line with this. I don't necessarily, you know, I love my mom and when my dad are around me, you know what I, I mean? Know. It's a lot of fun. I know. And I was thinking this, I, I know you all, you both so well, and I know that you both are very close with your family and your parents. And uh, as you know, I am the same way. And it's funny that the, the writers um, will, will blame Matt Sarsis since he's, uh, you know, credited as the head writer on this episode. Um you know, there wasn't like a varying point of view. The, the whole episode was like a universal like, truth. Parents suck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It totally. I got very lucky in the parent department as well. And so, um, yeah, that moment when when Tady walks up and Donald and I are so bummed. 
Yeah, you're crying. You're literally you're you're you're, you're, com- you're comforting each other, and then I come yeah. and hug Donald because he's so <laughs> sad that his mom. Now, by the way, Hattie Winston played uh, oh. your mom. Yeah, she did. Let's give a shout She's out to amazing. Hattie Winston. Very and funny. she was very funny and very uh, lovable. I mean, I guess she's supposed to be that she gives you a lot of shit, but I mean. I, I didn't buy that she was a pain in the ass. She was she was lovable and fun. Right. Do you remember she's, Hattie Winston so from our youth? No. What was she on? The Electric Company. Oh. With Morgan Freeman back right. in the day. Do you remember The Electric Company? Yes, yes, I do. Do you remember the Bloodhound game? Wasn't it? The... Hey, you guys. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, I forget this. Uh, come along. No, that's Great Space Coaster I'm thinking of. Shoot. Oh, oh remember Great Space Coaster. Anyway, uh, Hattie Winston, Electric Company. Morgan Freeman, Electric Company. It's the Great Space Coaster. Come on, on board. The, the Great, Great Space, Space Coaster. coaster. Um, See, anyway. notice I'm conspicuously silent anytime you guys start singing because I revert into this little shell where Miss well, McKinnon Sarah, is sitting spirit, over my right Sarah, shoulder. Sarah, in the spiritus of this episode, you can't do that anymore. I can't do that. And I've always made anymore. fun of you for singing, but now that I've heard that it's a, a tender spot in your heart, yes. I never will again. Uh, oh boy! So I got <laughs> yeah, Hattie she, Winston. One of my favorite scenes was Hattie Winston and Judy. You know when when they first meet, and Judy fucking just lays out lays it all on the table. Oh, yeah. um, I just got the note from Joelle. Put him on the glass is not Adam Bernstein. Okay. Well, there uh, it is. Sarah, Sarah, the guests don't usually uh, read <laughs> uh, the producer's notes. That's usually for oh, the two okay. hosts. But okay, if you well, want you to, Sarah, they don't read notes Sarah, and they you're don't the, sing. Sarah, the you're, the, you're the first guest that's had the audacity <laughs> to read our producer's notes to us. I'm all right. With I think that shows my comfort level. I'm all right with uh, it. With don't worry. Guys. If you want to read you, more Donald. production. Let's do handshake, Donald. Sarah, if you wouldn't mind closing the chat thing, because what if Joelle's like, oh, my God, shut Sarah up. And then we, we you read it. <laughs> Joelle would never say anything Joelle, like that. this just in. Sarah needs to stop <laughs> yes. talking so no, much. No, from Why Joelle. She... Yeah, Sarah won't shut the fuck up. Please move on from this topic. <laughs> Have her shorten her sentence. Answers quick. quick shorter, shorter is better. Shorter is better. Got it, Joelle. I wish the audience so could I see. Thinking... I Wait, before you say that, I wish the audience could see how Sarah has framed her her right. iPad. It's as though like you know when you <laughs> talk to your you know when you talk to your grandparents and all you see is like an eyebrow and maybe an ear. That's that's the camera shot we have with Sarah. Okay, that's because my laptop's broken, so I'm on an iPad, so it's precariously balanced on a tower of books and poker chips and a um gift that's wrapped and um balance counterbalance with a hot cup of scalding matcha. How many different types of tea are in front of you on that table? So uh, only one, this cup of matcha. I have a few other beverages around me that is not tea. But as Donald was saying at the beginning that um, I like salad, I was telling my kids the other day because they were teasing me for how much I keep making soup and they're so tired of soup and it's this soup and then that soup. And then I'm just trying to keep everybody healthy. And um, so I was explaining to them how my nickname on Scrubs, other than Second Becky, was also soup for breakfast because I would always have soup for breakfast. (laughs) But also, Sarah, you're the only person I know who would like make a tea and like bring it to the set or or to her room and then have a few sips of that and then be like, I'm going to go make a different flavored tea and then have have one in each hand and like just be bouncing between the flavors. I never met another human being who does that. Is double fisting? Yeah. Well, do you remember Darla, our makeup artist, used to put post-it notes on the makeup mirror and be like, please tomorrow beat this record and have less scalding beverages than you did today because it would be like 14. And she'd be like, I'm tired of mopping your sweat from these hot drinks that you're drinking in the middle of summer in this poorly ventilated, air-conditioned hospital. Listen, it was your me- it's your method. 
It's how you are. Ain't nobody yeah. faulting you for I it, do. girl. That's how you do. I'm very That's familiar with how you do. Mm-hmm. Where did we get that from? All of a sudden, that became something that we talked, <laughs> we said all the time. I am now familiar with how you do. Okay, I'm hearing you. I'm familiar. I I'm familiar with how you do. <laughs> all right, well, let's talk about it. 104, the legendary John Ritter walks in. John um, Ritter. Oh, John Ritter. We've he all spoken was... about our love for John. Um, I, I've spoken on the podcast before, and uh, just in short, I loved this man so much. I grew up on Three's Company. It was sort of my introduction to physical comedy. I thought it was hilarious. I told you my embarrassing story about bringing it up at my my dinner table. But um, I just uh, loved this man so much. And uh, and when he came on to play my my dad in this episode, I was, I was just giddy. I think we all were. Yeah, absolutely. I... Go ahead, sir. I couldn't believe it when I heard he was coming. I had I had worked with him when I was younger, when I did, you know, a series of these um, Disease of the Week movies that film up in Canada is what was filming here when I was growing up at the time. And, and, and this one movie of the week that I got to do with John Ritter that I will never forget, he was so kind to me. And I was this young kid. I think I was probably 17, maybe. And um, there was a power outage where I lived. And my alarm didn't go off. And this has only happened to me twice. Once then, and then one time on Scrubs. That wasn't a power outage, but it was another uh, situation when Michael J. Fox was working with us. And so I'm 17. My my alarm doesn't go off with a power outage. And where we're shooting is an hour and a half away. And John Ritter is John Ritter. And so talented and this incredible actor and the lead of this. And I'm playing his daughter. And I have this small part. And I couldn't believe it. My phone rang and they're like, where are you? And it's obviously the worst feeling in the world. And I got in my car and I drove out there and he gave me a big hug and he's like, ah, happens to everybody and told me this story and immediately made me okay about it as opposed to all of the other choices that he had. And I will never forget that. Um, And then obviously everything you said, Zach, about like, yeah, I mean, growing up with, with Three's Company and being in awe of him and, you know, Sarah, did you watch that show? Again. I mean, it's funny because I we're around the same age, and I I feel like I I know Donald and I have referenced it a lot. But was that something in Canada you were watching? Oh, okay, it was huge. It was huge. It was one of my sisters and my favorite shows. We would we would sit down and watch it, and it's like you said too. Like the physical comedy was so incredible on that show, and you know we got a, a taste and a bit of an opportunity to try some physical comedy on scrubs. That was actually one of my quarantine lessons. We've been, you know, trying to keep the kids busy and occupied during quarantine. And with me and my sister's kids, we have such a wide variety of ages. So we've been doing different things. And one of my lessons was pratfalls and my three-year-old was just <laughs> giving her. I mean, I just like put a stack of books on the ground and I was like, okay, so you're approaching it. And the trick is to like, make it look like you don't see it. So you turn away just at the last second. And I have to send you guys the video. I mean, Frankie just bailed, like just gives her and bails. Did you give her a, her did off. you give her a mat for God's sakes? We didn't have a mat. We had like kind of a rough carpet. Um, <laughs> so probably that would have been a better, you know, way to introduce Pratt Falls with a mat. You're a very yeah, good physical cushion. comedian, Sarah. I think you're very good at Pratt Falls. Oh, it was one of the funnest things we got to do on Scrubs was like, you know, doing all of the stunts. And our favorite thing, obviously, was all of us for all of us was to be like, let me try it. Let me try it. Except for the best story I think of not wanting to try it was Bill asking Zach and I if we would bungee jump oh wow and and we both said no and because we didn't want to bungee jump and our stunt doubles 
met that day and my stunt double was her first day ever doing a stunt her first stunt ever and they met and got fell in love and got married and then for the run of the show it was so cute our, our stunt doubles were married do you think but they're the, still married they're not i was not no well sarah i love how you were not going to leave the audience with you were going to leave them on the on the positive romantic was, comedy version what but happened I, but I, I, I they bungeed again and then they broke up no, I don't know what happened. I just was on another job years and years later in New Orleans and um, your stunt double was working on it. And I asked him about my stunt double and he said, we're no longer together. Anyway, I, I, I'm telling this terrible story now. <laughs> this dark no, but, but um, by the way, I love but, it because it's like, we're all like, oh, and then they fell in love and they got oh, married. Are they still married? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, this is that. This is our, We're now talking after the credits have rolled, man. Everybody, everybody... Wait. In all the movies, it always is going to end great. You just don't see what happens after the credits. After the, after credits, the credits, they hate each other, you know, a few years later, and they get divorced, and it's freaking ugly. I want to know it's... what brought what broke them up. I wish No, you don't. Get... No, you oh, don't. Oh, they're probably listening. This is going to be no, terrible. No, but what if it was I another mean, stunt? So it was a, a stunt brought them together, another stunt <laughs> tore them oh. apart. The, the movie writes you itself. Mock. You mock them. You mock them. So, I'm not mocking so, them. I'm laughing the best... with them. Yeah. The best part was Bill then, <laughs> Bill, then, Bill then got so mad at Zach and I remember because we we then go, all of us as a cast, um, to Brazil and Mexico to do a Scrubs press tour. Yeah. And we go hang gliding. And Bill's oh, like, God. you wouldn't do an organized stunt jumping off a bridge together, but you'll go to Rio and jump off a cliff attached to a kite. Yeah. All right, but wait a second. You're going too fast. I don't. I don't. I remember being like, "Fuck no, I don't want to bungee jump with tied to Sarah off a bridge." But I also don't think it was fully up to us. I think that the the insurance uh-huh. and people were like, "No, no, no, you're not doing that." But oh, I don't I know. I'll take part. the blame. Okay. But I do remember in was it Rio that we we all decided. It's very random. These guys come up to you and they're like, "Do you do you want to do no. hang gliding?" No, this this wasn't a random guy. One of our guides was like, "I have a friend." Who yes. wants will to- take you hang gliding. And hang gliding yeah. basically involves trusting a stranger and then running off a cliff with them. And I remember being like, I, I really hope. And they kept going like, the wind is not good today for hang gliding. And I remember in my heart being like, thank God, thank God, the wind's not good for hang gliding. And then he finally came and he's like, the, the wind changed. The wind is now good for <laughs> hang gliding. And I was like, fuck, well, I didn't want to. Well, 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 you that, thought that too? That was, I felt I remember, like that. Well, we all felt like that because I remember I we were all one. at the pool and they yeah. said hang yeah, gliding. Chilling at the pool. Chilling Having at the pool. Having kite pitting, yes. And they said hang gliding. And he was in the pool and he came swimming up to us and and he didn't speak very much English, but he did say, I, I really want to take you all hand gliding. And he yeah. kept saying yeah. that. And we were like, oh, no, no. And he was like, you know what? And and at one point we all got the courage and we were like, all right, fine, we'll go. And he was like, oh, you know what? The wind's not good. And we all, we like, like yes. all of us were like, yes. whoo! And we were like, well, you know what? If the wind was good, we would have went. Yeah, but now I that the wind's go. not I'm mad, good. I'm mad at the wind. Right, now that <laughs> the wind's remember, not good. And I remember, oh, well. In his broken English, in his broken English, he kept saying, will you be making a hang gliding? Will you be making the hang gliding? And I remember being like, I really don't want to make a hang gliding. I do not want to make a hang gliding. But do you guys remember there was a build, it was build up the whole trip. Like we were in Mexico first, then we were in Brazil, we were in Sao Paulo, and then we were in Rio. And there was build up the whole trip. Like, are we going to hang glide? Are we not going to hang glide? It was this conversation the whole time and then by the time we got there and we said yes and then the wind changed back I remember thinking like fuck like I used to sail race my whole growing up the wind changes on a dime so what if it changes to not good when you're 
jumping off of the cliff. And right. I don't know if you guys remember what happened, but we sign our lives away on those contracts. We drive up this giant cliff. We get into our, with our, with our instructors who we're going to be jumping with. And I was terrified. And the instructor came up to me and he was like, I've been doing this 25 years. Nothing has ever happened. So he goes ahead of me and I'm with another guide and you guys are all in the air. I'm last. And I, and we're, it's gorgeous. It's spectacular. You're flying over the jungle and then the ocean, you land on the beach. Um, when you jump off, they say now right away, your hang glider is going to drop until it catches wind. So there's this like split second where your hang glider just fucking drops and your uh. stomach goes into your throat. And he says to me right before we leave, he goes, when you run, you run, you don't change your mind because that can affect. And I'm like, if that can affect whether this thing catches wind or not, yeah. this is not an activity you're participating in. Yeah. So my go. Yeah. And my then, guy said then, to me, my guy said to me, the only way we can get hurt is if you stop running at the, at, a, at the wrong time. So when I say run, you need to fucking run. run. Right. So it's we terrifying. all go running towards this cliff like fucking mad people. <laughs> Dude, everybody had great landings. All of you had wonderful landings. I ate shit on my landing. Dude. You did? Oh my gosh. He you was like, shit? okay. Well, yeah, because they were like, okay, the most important part is the landing. You don't want to land wrong because you could break your legs and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, we didn't go over landing. We're coming in. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking make this landing. I'm going to oh, make God. this landing. And this, I feel like this dude tripped me or some shit like that. Because all I know is we landed and my feet were in the ground and then his foot catches mine. <laughs> and now my face and arms are fucking in the fucking sand, dude. I, love, I was like, what the fuck? I love that in your mind, the hang gliding guy is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to trip this motherfucker. I think he did. I think I, think I wasn't having enough fun for him. And he just, you know, there I remember, was I remember the guy, the guy, we, the were guy all with a, we were all we were all with a guide. And the guy who was like, will you be making the hang gliding went crashed. alone because he wiped out. He was all bloody. Do you remember? Yeah, he snapped remember his that. hang glider. He, oh, so he gosh. was ahead of me. He lands. And I'm like, he's just told me nothing could go wrong. He fucking lands. His hang glider snapped and he broke his ankle. And that happened yeah. as I'm still in the air about to land. And so I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So he, he was okay, but he definitely hurt himself. And we land and my, and everybody's like getting handed their, their roll of film because the whole time they're like, look over. And there's like a little mini camera triggered by this little thing in their hands. So they're right, taking yeah. pictures of us the whole time. And I thought, great, I'm going to have proof. Nobody's going to believe I did this. And we get down onto the beach and he says to me, I'm so sorry. I forgot to put film in the camera. So the whole time we're in the air, he's taking all these pictures. So I have a picture on the ground before we like on the cliff before we leave. And when we land and he's like, I'll take you back up again for free because I feel so bad. And I was like, nope, nope. I'm good. Tempted I did it once. once. We are not doing this ever once. again yeah. for the rest That's of so my life. Up. I have my pictures. So There's somewhere. I remember seeing them. I have never seen my pictures of me hang gliding ever. Before we get back into the show, I do remember another thing that happened to us while we were on this trip. It was called <laughs> Explosivo. Ex Explosivo. Called Explosivo. Yeah. And oh, I know man. you guys remember this because it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me ever in my life. But I missed a whole dinner because I was sitting on a toilet mm -hmm. exploding. Right. From I my guess butthole. Our listeners might not want yeah. to hear about the extent of your diarrhea. I don't care. You well, know what saved me? One of my favorite Donald stories. Do you know what saved me? What? The tequila. I'm not going to lie. Oh. To you. So, your advice okay. with, for people with explosive diarrhea is to drink tequila? No. That is not my <laughs> as a, advice. As a, as a TV doctor? <laughs> that, is not my, that is not my advice to people. But 
because my stomach was so messed up, I was drinking all of these concoctions. Like some of it was white, some of Pepto-Bismol. it was Pepto-Bismol. Like I was going crazy and nothing was working. And my um, stomach was always like, even after I ate. All right. Like, well, we. I hope some of our listeners aren't uh, eating their lunch right now. Some people like to listen to this. Do you remember? Do you remember what I said after I came out of the bathroom? No. Has no. anyone ever seen a gallon of shit? Does anybody know what that looks like? That's what you said. <laughs> That's yeah. what Donald said. That was what I said. We read. Oh we read God. Brazilian barbecue. We went to Brazilian barbecue, and Donald said, "I wonder if I can drown it in meat." I wonder if I eat so much Ugh. meat that maybe this could stop finally because it had been it had been 10 days at this point and it had cycled through all of us and we were we were like having lunch was with contest winners and I would like jump up to run puke like we all were so sick and the whole thing with hang gliding was is it going to be possible for us to be in the air for 15 whole minutes right <laughs> so we have, so in the back of our minds was Hang gliding. If we make the hang gliding, are we going to shit our pants? Yes, pretty much. It it lasted for a really long time with me. I remember being on the plane and pooing on the plane from like Mexico to Brazil, dude. So your your uh, your 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 protocol that you gave yourself of meat and tequila didn't work. I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go to a break, and we have a caller right after the break. We'll be right back with the legendary Sarah Chalk. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval to Terms apply. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts bars, and Kind Savory bars. Shop on Amazon today. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Now, Sarah, we have a very special guest today. There he is. That's Trevor. Hi, Trevor. Hi, Zach. Let me tell you guys something about Trevor. Trevor's going to explain it to us all, but I have been stealing all of my Scrubs trivia from a, a Scrubs wiki, um, which which I believe Trevor has curated himself. Trevor, have you curated this whole thing on your own? Oh, no, no, no. I uh, It definitely is a team effort. So uh, Scrubs wiki is similar to Wikipedia, or Donald may be familiar with Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, which is the Star Wars wiki. And so Scrubs okay. wiki is the Scrubs uh, equivalent. There are about a thousand of us. Oh, oh wow. 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 Yeah, there's a core 30 people, really, that kind of did the majority of it. But I'm here on the podcast today, so I guess I uh, pulled the well, right you, strings. You, you did pull the right strings because, um, Sarah, because you don't listen to the podcast, I'll tell you. Um, I, I heard this. I know this. If you put in Scrubs uh, Wiki or Scrubs Trivia, this comes up, and it is an amazing curated resource for you fans to check it out. And I've been stealing all sorts of uh, factoids and uh, and trivia and all sorts of um, information and uh, and finally, I was looking in the for last week, and was it you, Trevor, that had written um, Zach? Thanks for he put in one of the in one of like the trivia lines, like Zach. Thanks for enjoying Scrubs Wiki. Have Joelle email me. I'd love to, uh, to talk to you guys. So I did. It worked. And um, and um, I want to thank you and and the thousand or so people that have curated this thing because it's incredible and and a great uh, source of fun for I'm sure fans. If you have a, a question about an episode. Yeah, it's there's a group of us that to understand something you need to write it down. And so uh, when we watch an episode of Scrubs or whatever TV show that you have a favorite wiki for, you watch it and then you write down your favorite quotes, your favorite bits of trivia, and then over time those thousand people will help kind of correct what you might have got wrong. Now, how do you, find... how, Trevor? How do you prevent someone from? And I, 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 I'm I'm sure this happens on Wikipedia as well. But how do you prevent someone from writing something that's nonsense and isn't accurate? Oh, I guarantee there is some nonsense and some inaccuracies there. Especially now, right. after I've just blown it up. I was I mean, about to say because my Wikipedia, <laughs> my IMDb says I was in Uncle Buck. That's not me and Uncle Buck. You weren't. That's not me and Uncle Buck. Oh my God! Now you're going to tell Buck me it's a fantastic movie. So, Trevor, Uncle Buck do you was also a fantastic do movie, but I wasn't in it. Trevor, do you uh, do any wikis for any other things that you're a fan of, or is this the only one you participate in? Uh. So it's funny, the TV shows Lost and Scrubs kind of brought me out to California and jump-started my career at that website, phantom.com. And so I was telling my partner, who we're starting to watch Scrubs together now from the very first episode, now we just started season two. Uh, I tell her that it's because of Scrubs that I got to meet her. Oh, That's well, so cool. Well, 
Oh, because it brought you to California. So wait, mm-hmm. you do it? For, you did it uh, for Lost as you're well. You're welcome. You're welcome. Just yeah. putting it. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome, <laughs> Trevor. Trevor, you, yeah, do, Lost, you do it for Lost as well because Lost probably really needs a wiki because it's so confusing. Yeah, Lostpedia was the the big wiki where it organized all of the the theories and the smoke monster and all of that crazy well, stuff. Is there a theory to what Lost? What what where they were? They ended it right. It was all. It was all. It was yeah, all purgatory. Right. They Trevor never. Ex- they never explained it being purgatory. They never explained anything. They left it open ended, so you can make up your own mind. That's the crazy shit. With Lost, what they used wow, to do was yeah. sorry. Would, sorry, I guess that's a spoiler. Yeah, well, no, it's not. With Lost, what they would do is because everybody's watched. If, if you haven't lost, watch Lost. Spoiler alerts. Uh, they never <laughs> solved. Late, no. They never solved anything <laughs> on that show. They would introduce something. And then at the end of the season, there was no explanation. It was for very it. good though for the first few seasons, and I have to—I I eventually gave up. I, I have to admit, but um, I have a friend who's hardcore Lost fan, and he says up until the last fifteen minutes, it was one of his favorite series, and then he just ha- <laughs> and then he just hated how they just chose to end it, which I never saw, but was assumed was purgatory. But I'm wrong, so I didn't spoiler it. Oh, I was gonna segue back to Scrubs because I think Scrubs season eight finale, my finale is probably the greatest finale to any TV. Oh, better than wow. Breaking Bad? Uh, so comedy. Look, I'll hedge okay, it. Okay, yeah. Comedy. Comedy. Oh, I'm about to take it, Trevor. Why we'll did take you it. do that? And then you made him qualify. Well, check this out. Yeah. I've never watched an episode of Breaking Bad. I saw the finale and I was like, holy shit, that was a great episode. You decided that's to a- start <laughs> Breaking Bad with the finale. I'm just checking that that's true. Absolutely. I, I there's certain shows. I think that it's I'm, safe to say that you might be the only person on planet Earth who started no, Breaking that's Bad bullshit. with the finale. Billy Crystal's character in uh, in When Harry Met Sally would read the end of the book before he started the book. Don't even try that shit. I'm not the first person to do it. I just happen to do it on television <laughs> with television shows. My dude, my friend's father. My friend's father watches. Watch, go ahead. Go ahead. My friend's father watches. Um, uh, Four weddings and a funeral, and skips the funeral part because it makes him too sad. <laughs> I, he knows it's coming. He knows it's coming. Now, Trevor has agreed uh, to all of you listeners to uh, provide a service for us, and we'll have to send him a gift basket. Joel, can you can you put together a nice gift basket for Trevor? What do you uh, like, Trevor? Well, scrubs and lost. We're going to send him swag. I don't think he wants swag. I think he wants like wine, maybe some cheese. Do you drink, Trevor? I have a handful of vices. Okay. And, uh, well, you'll okay. give Joelle all your vices. We won't announce them to the world right here. But if you send Joelle your vices, we will send you a gift basket as a thank you for the service you're going to well, provide. Well, we're not drug dealers, so don't be sending asking right. for Right, and like, we're not sending you, like, <laughs> leather sending, masks. Right, we're not sending you fucking, uh, you know, a bottle of crack cocaine or anything like that. Right. We are not drug dealers. Dude. Or, like, S&M gear. We're not right. sending you, I don't like, even know where to find that <laughs> shit. Let's keep it 100 a so, giant, you know where to find it, Donald. The pleasure I don't know where chest, to find stuff like that. What are you talking the pl- about? The pleasure Chains, chest. whips, lubes, oils. I don't know where to find that shit. In, uh, in, the, in, West, in the West Village, there used to be this sex shop, and in the window was a giant fist. Just a giant fist. <laughs> and my brother, my brother always thought it was so funny. Like, you know, he'd walk by and be like, what a funny thing to have in the window. And, uh, and he would bring his friends by and be like, look, it's just a giant like forearm and a fist. And they would laugh. And one day he, he came by the window and it wasn't in the window. And he was there to show his friends so they could laugh at the giant fist and forearm. And he went in the shop and he said, hey, um, where's, the, where's the fist? And the, the shop owner went, um... 
The fist is upstairs. <laughs> Could you come back? <laughs> 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 oh, the fist was upstairs. That's great. <laughs> anyway, we're not sending you a fist, Trevor, but whatever else you want, we'll send you as in a giant. We're going to make you a big gift basket. Um, so sorry, I digress. Trevor, when we have a question that we can't figure out the answer to, and it's not on Scrubs Wiki, we're going to have a thing like we have with Bill, where we ask Trevor, ask Scrubs Wiki Trevor. Are you down with that? Are you down to do it? I am happy to help. But the thing is, I wrote it on the wiki, so I wouldn't have to remember it. Oh, okay. Well, just, <laughs> so it sounds like he doesn't want to do it. It sounds no, like I he will, doesn't want to do it. I will absolutely do it. Well, Joelle, cancel the gift basket. Yeah, Joelle, it's all right. No, no, no. I, I'm it's happy right. to do it. Uh, I can, it's all right. Uh, you know, we're rewatching the show, and so uh, as is, I've been doing this. This is so embarrassing. Right. <laughs> do, you ever, do, you ever see, do you ever see that Do you ever see that firework display where they accidentally shot off like 20 minutes of fireworks at the at one moment? I feel like that's what's happened. I, I built up my fireworks. <laughs> And they've all exploded in my face because Trevor doesn't want to do this. <laughs> no, I would absolutely love to. And, and as you rewatch the show, you, you see new things and I'm adding it to the wiki. And so if you have questions, I'll try my best to. Okay. Well, it seems to me you already answered one for us because we, we asked you about whether the hungry chicken was the only time that was ever. Used. That was the only time, right? That was the only time the, the three of your characters do other celebratory dances. One's coming up in the season one finale, but it's oh, not okay. exactly Hungry Chicken. Okay. Um, Sarah, do you have a trivia question that you that, that, that you could see just if Trevor might know it? He might not know it because he just said that he, he doesn't have it all memorized. But he, like something that I know the answer to and I want to, I'm testing yeah, him or something yeah, I'd like yeah, to know the answer to. Something you know that the answer to and just see, just for fun to try and, stump trevor if he might know the answer to it could be about your character it could be about scrubs anything. what song did sam lloyd sing so beautifully in the bahamas oh hey yeah by Outcast. oh yeah that's mm. very good that's good really job. good that, job sorry it's a little bit was, obvious but okay that was you know. what good. color okay, scrubs I didn't realize, does jamie I didn't I was gonna be I mean, judged on. on my question to trevor okay. uh, right, donald do you have sorry. a trivia question you want to try and stump trevor i don't i just want to know if he has questions for us I okay that's how this works all right. Well, no, I just thought we could try and stump Trevor. Oh, my whole, my no, whole. I, uh, I can't. Do you feel like you could stump Trevor? Um, Trevor. Um, That's a no. No, no I didn't have no. anything prepared. All right, Trevor, oh, do you have any questions? Interesting, Zach. Interesting. Fuck off. You guys, my, I was really excited about this. We've already had to return the <laughs> gift basket. Trevor, do you have any questions for Sarah Chalk or Donald Faison? Uh, yes, Sarah, you can have Trevor's basket. Trevor, do you have any questions for, for us since we're all together for the first time? I do. I really do. So thanks for having me on. You are talking about the episode My Old Man today, right? Yes, we are. Uh, yes, sir. Yes. Oh, what a classic. John Ritter, Patty Winston, never seen JD's mom or Turk's dad. In the episode, we do see uh, Elliot's parents, but we never see any of her siblings. And so I'm just curious if you could do dream casting hmm. from any period of history, who would you want to play, whether a sibling or a parent? Hmm. Wow. Great That's a great question, question Trevor. Very well, good. We had, we had D.L. Hughley on as my brother. Right. Hattie Tom Winston. Kavanaugh on as Zach's brother. Hattie Winston played my mom. I think she would be married to some, like Turk's dad would be someone. Hmm. That's just a tough go, one. Wow. Just go with Denzel. Oh, 
Just go. With well, Denzel. I would. I would go. I would go with Denzel. When but all that's else not fails, go with Denzel. That's not necessarily realistic. That Turk's dad would be Denzel Washington. I would think it would be. Why somebody. not? Well, you know, that's just like ultimate stunt cat. That's being stingy with it. You know what mm, I mean? And being okay. like, and being like, being obvious and not really doing your. If I could have anybody play my dad on Scrubs, who would it have been? Hmm. I would say like someone like Avery Brooks is someone I would have enjoyed playing my dad. Someone who's. Uh, I don't know one, who Avery Brooks is. I'd have Avery to Brooks that. played uh, Hawk. On Spencer for Hire, he was also Captain Cisco on Deep Space Nine. He was the first African American captain in a Star Trek universe. Uh, okay. Anyway, I would have him. Avery Brooks would have been a great one. He was one of my mom's professors at Rutgers University. He was her theater professor, if I'm if I remember correctly, and uh, he was on television all throughout me growing up. He could do comedy. He can do drama. He's very handsome. And so I think he he and Hattie Winston could uh, have definitely made Turk. And he's also a bald-headed man, so, you know, it would make sense that Turk matches his dad. Avery Brooks. I just thought of my answer for my mom, Julie Haggerty from Airplane. Do you remember Julie Haggerty from Airplane? Yeah, but why would you you want to explain? Well, I was thinking of, well, I was thinking of... Funny women, Catherine O'Hara is another idea, really funny women who might be age appropriate. And um, those were the first two names that came to mind. I think that she's so incredibly funny. And uh, Catherine O'Hara, of course, who's always been uh, a a living legend, but is having quite a moment right now with Schitt's Creek. I think uh, she's hilarious. Sarah, who would be your uh, siblings? I would have to go with um, my dream, Lisa Kudrow. Um, I have always wanted to work with her, and uh, it is still a dream of mine. And um, I'm such a huge fan of everything she's done. And I just think the way, when you just see her read a line, sometimes I just think what that would have looked like on the page, and nobody reads it like her. She's so incredibly talented and funny and the comeback's one of my favorite shows ever of all time yeah season um, the first the first season was incredible so good so good so i feel like um the combination of marky post i mean marky post actually was kind of a dream casting for me i loved her so much oh she was was amazing amazing. i was waiting for us to bring to bring her up she did such a great job what's the gentleman who played your dad's name because he was so good also and he's in he so was... many things, dude. And we don't make we we talk about Hattie, we talk about Marky, we talk about John Ritter. We don't talk about that guy, and he's been in so much stuff. Joelle's on, and I can see her furiously typing as we speak. Don't he's worry, sad. I joined I joined the podcast with the wiki already open. Oh, Trevor! <laughs> that Trevor was her dad. Can you beat Joelle, Trevor? Go. It would be Lane Davies. Lane Davies. He was so great. Him and Kelso's, him and Kelso in their in their um their uh, wrestling suits circling each other. Yeah, Yeah. so good. You know uh, what we could do is just keep watching the episode or talking about the episode and keep Trevor on because you know he might. And Trevor, feel free. Don't be shy. Feel free to to weigh in since you know the episode probably better than than we do after seeing it all these all, all these years later. 
Is that okay? Do you guys like that plan? I love it. Let's go. Yeah. I love uh, it because I just figured out how to do gallery view. So now I can see everybody. This is fantastic. Trevor, you'll be the first uh, caller we've ever had hang out for the going through of the episode, which we've barely done. And we were an hour and 23 minutes into this. This It's Sarah. It's Sarah <laughs> and her tech problems. I mean, the, it's the bean and cheese quesadilla. Um, how about when uh, John Ritter of checks Rowdy's balls and says, Rouser, <laughs> Rowdy's a boy dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then, going back, going back to just like minute one when he walks in the door and he says, get some chips. The look yeah. on his face and that like exactly. smiley, like nobody can do it like that. He's so good. I wrote that oh. down too, Sarah. I wrote that down. The look on his face as he exits frame when he says, get some chips. <laughs> he's like this. He really uh, just, and, and I, I remember, you know, he's not in that many scenes. Like we said, we, we, had, we had planned that he was going to be a recurring character and he was supposed to come and do another episode and he passed the night before he was supposed to come to our set. And as Donald had mentioned in another podcast, he, uh, they, they frantically rewrote the episode and, and had Tom Cavanaugh come and be my, uh, get the guest star and be my brother. But um, so we, we had planned that he was going to be a recurring character and he was just you know, making lots of stuff up left and right. And it was, I remember just thinking it was so funny. Oh man, I pooed a little was, uh, was, uh, <laughs> I know I'm jumping all the way to the end of the show, but that was something that he came up with on his own. It was just supposed to be pull my finger and he farts. Yeah. But, uh, I, I remember, I remember you getting so excited about that and being like, and coming upstairs cause we were all working that day and you coming upstairs, you were like, yo, Dude, I pulled his finger. He went, I pooed a little. I, I never thought that was going to be in the show. I just thought he was riffing and being silly. And it was so funny. I mean, I know it's a fart joke, but it was still hilarious. And the face he makes, he's like, I pooed a little. And, uh, <laughs> but then after after he says that, his face gets like, he gets a little disgusted in himself too. Yeah. Like, oh gosh. <laughs> and when he, in the cafeteria, when he, he, uh, he, he just, the palms, the jello, and brings it to the table. <laughs> table and he was just jello. doing shit like that, just like just coming up with the weirdest, funniest oh. choices. Yeah. He yeah. um and it, the best thing about that I pooed a little scene too was it was <laughs> also such everything about that scene. It was such a quick scene and it had everything. It was heartbreaking and funny and then funny and then heartbreaking. You know, it was so you guys were both so great in that scene. Well, yeah. it's hard, you know, it's funny, you know, again, the show's 22 minutes without commercials and you have to service all three of our storylines and of course the janitor with, uh, with, uh, 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 Ar Arlie Ermey. Um, and, uh, and you know, I, again, it was like, wow, it's hard to, it's, it's, it's tricky to, to, to do three and a half stories on, on all those different people in 22 minutes, but I thought, uh, they did a good job with it. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting how Bill was able to do that because there is a lot of information that needed to be shoveled out in this. And they found, I mean, not just the parents coming, but also Turk and Elliot winning this award uh, from a couple of episodes ago. You know what I mean? They're studying and they're uh, working together. It's paid off. And now they're, you know, about to go present what they study to a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And also JD being pissed off about that, you know, and, and how he was dying to be able to do something like that, but wasn't necessarily given the opportunity because Turk and Elliot were. Uh, right. Much like the handshake. Much like the handshake. Now, uh, Sarah, at 8.23, you have a very impressive piece of medical jargon. Um, yes. I mean, both neither Donald and I could do that as well as you did that. But but you uh, you really must have worked on that. Do you remember doing that? I mean, I feel like in general, I remember – 
the medical jargon feeling like a language it because you just obviously like I don't know what any of that means sometimes I would try and look it up so that I would maybe thinking maybe this will help me memorize it if I have a sort of basic understanding of it but I remember little chunks of of like I remember my first piece of medical jargon I ever had to say was superior mesenteric insufficiency and I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, but say what? <laughs> I, I feel like it It always felt like just kind of memorizing a phonetic, almost just, yeah, as if you were just, it was just another language. Um, but um, I I kind of liked it because I saw it as like a weird challenge, especially when it was something that was that long. Um, I always found that like one trick was writing it out by hand with a, like a pen and just kind of, you know, putting it on paper a few times. And I kind feel of like this, a, you did- A bit of a visual- I feel like this one you did in one breath too. You were like, <gasps> yeah, but that's not hard for me. Cause that's just how I talk. Always. <laughs> <laughs> the one breath part, not a problem. The medical jargon. Yeah. That stuff was hard. Uh, at 846, I have to use a payphone to call my, uh, to call my dad. Yes. In the middle isn't of it? the hallway. Yeah. There's a payphone just like in the hallway. Well, there might be, but isn't it funny this many years later seeing someone go, I got to call my dad and reach for a payphone? I mean, kids today probably don't even know what a payphone is. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I have a question. When we started this show, was there were there payphones in the I think in so. the hospital? Weren't there payphones at the on the bottom floor or something like wooden payphones? Yeah. I remember there being wooden payphones or something like that. I don't know if it was a prop or if it was real, but there was definitely it was a payphone era still. Yeah. Yeah, they totally still exist. You remember when um, we started, you know, we, we talked about how we got the Blackberries for the first time and how exciting right. it was. Yes. I mean, right. Oh, that was such a huge deal. I mean, there were um, cell phones, but you had to be like wealthy. They were very, very expensive. Um, you know, it was like a luxury. Yeah. Anyway. Um, going back in time to two minutes 50, when Marky Post says, is there um, a rule against looking pretty? <laughs> and that was sort of always a run with when Marky Post came back in future episodes. And I remember Bill had written this one line where I'm talking on the payphone to Marky Post. And she, uh, I say, yeah, yeah, I know mom's short hair gives me pig face. And Bill would find things with the background and with us that were just kind of like, just true to all of our appearance. And like we would- Do you feel like you have would, pig face when you have bangs? Short hair, short hair definitely gives me pig face. It's not attractive. Like I, I don't, I, I grew up like people saying like, <laughs> please don't, like you actually just can't cut, your, you can't have a bob. You can't just like cut your hair off, which obviously I- Sarah, done. I don't think and you could ever I, have pig I, face. I disagree 100%. No, no, no. It, it definitely, but don't you guys remember that? There'd be things in the script where we, they would, it would be actually about our appearance. Like I have oh, a mole. Yeah. Right well, here. You, you don't look like hairs. Gary Busey. What are you talking about? Yes, At first glance, you do not look like Gary Busey. By the way, so and, and, we look by so the way, and, ha- and Hattie Winston doesn't look like Morgan Freeman for the record. Right. For the record. Right. <laughs> um, I have this this mole right here, Trevor. You can see it. It has three hairs that grow out of it. I Trevor, add that built- to, uh, Trevor, add that mole to the Scrubs Wiki. Please. Don't, Trevor, don't add that to the Scrubs Wiki. But I literally like had to say a line where I was like, oh, yeah, chin hair's back. Like, there were so many. <laughs> Do you guys remember things that were like basically? So do you have to trim the hairs in your in your mole regularly? Oh yeah, when when Charlie was four, he looked at me so seriously, like completely deadpan, and he was like, "Mama, I have terrible news." Oh, you. And I said, "What?" And he goes, "You're growing a beard." Now, like, Donald, you have a mole. Tear. Do you have to tend to that mole, or it's covered now with the mustache? Right. Well, I got a whole facial. Full, a face full of hair right now, but I know. But I have a I question about your mole. Tend, 
I but, never yeah. have to tend to it. Like it's it's been checked out. It's a no. I'm saying it doesn't grow its own hairs. Of course, it grows its own. It's a it's a mole. All moles grow hair. Oh, so you have to trim your mole hairs? No, never. I, I no. When it's allowed. I feel like it's Donald. more acceptable on a male than it is on a female. That's exactly the point. Donald doesn't have to trim his mole hairs. Oh. I have to pluck these three mole hairs out of my chin. I feel I, like moles should not have hairs. I think like everybody, no matter what your gender, should trim your mole hair. <laughs> I, I will say this. It's a lot It's a lot sharper than uh, the hair that grows yep. above my lip and okay. around my chin. Like, okay. you, I could, you know, cut somebody when kissing them, and it's just the mole hair, and there's mm-hmm. nothing padding, padding the area, uh, like more facial hair. The mole hair could cut somebody. It's like a, like a needle. Have you ever pierced uh, Casey's face with your mole hair? No, no. I don't even think Casey knows I have a mole. Ever since I've been <laughs> with her, I've had this beard and uh, some. She likes the beard and mustache. She might not okay. like it this full. It suits you. But she likes the beard and mustache. Thing. I think it looks really good on you. I, I can't remember the last time seeing it this full. I don't think yeah, it's, it's ever the, been is this it, full. This is, probably is it a pandemic thing? Are you not going to cut it till the end of the pandemic? I kind of like it. I think I'm going to keep I like it, it for as long as I possibly can. Even the hair on my head, even though it's not, you know, even though I have a receding hairline, I like the way my hair looks on the top of my head. I, you know, I think I look like freaking, you know, uh, the dad from Good Times. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to keep it 100. I, oh, it suits I you. I like, like it. I kind of like it. I kind of like the look, George Jefferson. Um, my last very- my last thought on, on mole hairs, I was working on a job and it was late and everyone was stressed out and we just needed to lighten the mood a little. So the makeup artist put those individual eyelashes out of every freckle and mole on my face and neck, just like a little kind of group of these little fake eyelashes so that I went to craft service and people thought like, didn't really know what to say. Like oh kind of God. wanted to be like, um, you have a, but just like out of every one. Out of every one of your moles. <laughs> and freckles, just like a little grouping of three That's eyelashes. That's weird, dude. That's great. Like what were it was you great. guys thinking that you're like, you know, it would be funny if you just put hair. <laughs> just hair. Because it was like, it was like, it'd be in a conversation and people be like, not sure what it, like you have a, there's just a, you've got a. Right. <laughs> Um, I laughed out loud at 1558 when, Sarah, you say, I'm not crazy, am I? No. Shh. <laughs> know, it's like the first example of Elliot starting to lose it, and then that opened up like a whole new world for her of crazy. I laughed at bet your powdered bottom. You can bet your powdered bottom. And I laughed at it because it reminded me of Annie. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your powdered bet your bottom, bottom that tomorrow. tomorrow. There'll who be says sun. who says bet your powdered bottom? I lost that. Uh, John C. McGinley says it yeah. to you. Oh, you could. Johnny has your- a great moment in fifteen nineteen where he's like just 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 berating me as per usual, making me feel like shit, and he knows so badly that I'm dying for a for a father figure leader because my dad isn't uh, exactly that, and 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 then he just at the end gives me like the most beautiful little. He could have done a much worse job, and it's like. It just gives you just a little seed of a compliment so that JD could see that like he, he was, he was there for him, you know, just a little bit. He's not going to give too much, you know? And then in the end of the episode, he buys it all back. And that was such a great scene with both of you. And it was mostly done in a wonder, like except for his little chunk at the end to you, it was kind of mostly a wonder down the hallway. It was so great. Yeah. Um, I want to give a big shout out also to, you know, Hattie Winston's performance coming in uh, and Judy's performance. Uh, They pretty much had to, mimic each other for the whole episode yeah and it had to be convincing to for you to believe at the end for the joke to work 
where she's like, did you, are you dating me because I'm exactly like your mother? It had to be almost perfect that, you know, they did the exact same thing. Also for Carla to realize, holy shit, I'm his mom. And I just, I, I thought it was really cool how they, they did it so well. You know, it was really like they had worked on this for, you know, the week instead of that day when they met. They had mm-hmm. worked on it for at least a week because they, even the way they were talking, it sounded, they sounded alike. And I yeah, that and there's some, amazing. there's some subtle things too. Like at 940, when they're in the, when they're in the break room, her top matches Judy Scrubs. I don't right. Know if you they're the same that. color. Yes. They're, the same, yeah. they're wearing the same colors. They and everything. both love the same color. And yeah. And then poor Hattie trying to do that freeze thing they made her right. do. I don't know why they did that. They should have just fr- fr- frozen the left side of the frame. But like, she's I know she did frozen. such a good job. Well, she was amazing. She did as good a job as as most people can do, but it, she's not exactly ready for Washington Square Park being a frozen Statue of Liberty. Right. Well, she did blank. You're absolutely right. <laughs> she did. She did blank. Yes. It's hard. I mean, but she was like, you know, moving right. around, trying to trying to keep it together. But and I really like the joke that I I really like the payoff for it, where you know Carla asks Turk, she's like, you know, are you dating me because I remind you of your mother? And Turk goes, baby, that's exactly why I'm dating. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite scenes. You and Judy were both so good in that scene. I it's one of my favorite scenes of the episode when you're like, you know, yeah, you're both smart, strong, and smart and independent. And yeah, I mean, I don't know yeah. why Judy. I, I wanted to ask you, Donald. Like, do you? I mean, I don't know why Judy was so worried about that i mean would you say that there's qualities in casey that overlap with your mom i mean i i, I think i would i mean both great moms yeah. very loving and absolutely well i think i think if you're a mom if you're a mother most likely you have a lot of love in your heart and you're and you'll do anything for your kids and so i think all moms or most well, i don't moms, think that's universally true for the absolute you know what you're absolutely right it's not universally true but you know Everyone with a shitty parent right now is like, "Come on, buddy." Right? It's like, "Fuck you, dude." My mom sucked, but <laughs> yeah, uh, but but uh, yeah. So Casey and my mom are definitely uh, definitely have that in common. But for the most part, they're very different. Uh, they're both big personalities. Both both both, your, both Shirley and Casey person- are like the life of the party and loud. Yeah, but my mom's not a ball buster the way my wife is a ball buster. My wife, like, you know what I mean? If I do something great, my mom's like, "Holy shit!" That was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Or if I, you know, if I fuck up uh, royally, she's like, you know what? We'll get him next time, honey. You know what I mean? Casey. They both like to have a good time and throw a few back. No doubt. But, well, <laughs> no. Come on. Shut the fuck up. You're just kidding. <laughs> no. All right. We can edit that out. Hold on. But I've well, had a few drinks with Shirley in the yeah, day. You know? I was about to say, my mom is a way bigger drinker than, than, than Casey is. Right. But, like, so my mom is very supportive. Casey, if I do something really dope, it's hard to get a compliment and a compliment out of her. You know what I mean? I'll do something dope, and she'll be like, "Well, you're supposed to do that. That's how it's supposed to be. You oh. don't get all don't get all excited because you did that. That's you're supposed to be able to do that shit. Damn it. You know what I mean? But you, my mom you will be like, like "That was amazing." But don't you think? And I think this is true for a lot of men. And that you, and definitely true for Bill Lawrence, and might even be true for me, that you like a tough woman who's going to bust your balls and keep you on your toes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there comes a time where you want some form of affirmation or some form of, you know, 
you want some form accolades. of love of some uh, uh, accol- you know some form of accolades like I'll do something I'll do something good and she's like you should have been able to do that anyway who gives it to you? move on I do something bad you I want my sometimes I want my wife to be like oh it's okay baby don't worry about it we're going to figure this out she'll be like you fucked up you you know you fucked up too. <laughs> Well, you know, why those are you, you even th- asking me? Those of you who th- are who are thinking that, that, this, that this podcast might lead to him and his wife having a conversation, you needn't worry because she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Still, Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, Donald, let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts Bars, and Kind Savory Bars. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Show with Zach and Donald. 
Uh, I love your wife. She is a she is a ball buster, but she has a saying that she she does not censor a single word she says, which I like a lot in people. And she also says, "All right," when she's about to say something that she's worried you might like, you know, judge her for. She goes, "All right, no judgments." All right, let me tell you. And then she like it's like it's like no judgments? Question mark. Okay, if there's not going to be any judgments, I'm going to lay it out. Then we can have this conversation. You're going to be judgmental. Then we're not doing this. Right but now. I but I like that expression because it's like you want me to be fully honest with you because then you need you need to pre-sign this document that says you will not judge what I'm about to say. <laughs> but then that but also this doesn't with this whole thing it doesn't necessarily track with the beginning and how Turk is sad that his mom's coming. Because if he should be excited that his mom's coming because he's dating a woman that reminds him of his mom and he knows it. So part of me is like, I don't necessarily get why Turk is so disappointed in his mom showing up. But that's just me. It's an Ask yeah. Bill, guys. No, no, I don't think we need to ask I, It's that. not worthy of an ask bill because he's just going to gonna say five, six, seven, eight and get the music him. going. And he's he's out of control, that guy. He can't but then get I, I, in. I really love that Elliot comes out to her mom. <laughs> <laughs> I but know. not really. Yeah, mom, but that's not, exactly you know, what she I'm saying. Comes out just to get her but that's funny stop, when Kelsa goes, the guys, in, the guys in radiology owe me some money. So funny. I know that was great. All right, we need to wrap this up. And, and, and wait, yes, also one other funny thing too. When Johnny C um, is uh, telling you right at the beginning of the episode, when you, like to get bring your dad with you, take a vehicle, take him, secure a vehicle, a balloon, a car, a tricycle, anything, and take him with you. It's a great line. Um, Sarah, we're so well. First of all, Trevor, thank you for coming on. You didn't really Trevor, have much to say you after, your, done, after your segment. Well, we didn't ask him anything. He's, you know, well, the three of us are big personalities yelling into the microphone. Trevor, uh, you know, he's letting us do our thing. Yeah, yeah but he as a fan, I don't want, you know, if I were the, another fan, I wouldn't want me, a fan, talking the whole episode. Absolutely. Well, you would. have every right to, you have every, yes. this is, listen, as much as this is Zach and my podcast, everyone who comes on, Joelle, Dan. Trevor, everyone who's on here is open to is welcome to have conversation at right. any moment. I wish Dan would talk more. He never talks. He's very shy. The only time we got Dan to ever talk was when he got really passionate about fucking hating Spectrum. Do you remember that? Right. I do remember that. Dan like turned off his mute and fucking went on a monologue about Spectrum. <laughs> I do wait, hate wait, Spectrum. Wait. This up. Can we, Daniel, can you can you tell everybody about your dad and how he's a hero? I'd love to tell hear us. this. Sure. Uh, yesterday, my father was at the protest at the mayor's house and he was approached by Fox News. And, you know, my dad is a white dude who lives in a relatively nice neighborhood in Los Angeles. So, and my feeling is that Fox News came up to him looking for some sort of take along the lines of, I don't like what's going on here. What happened was my father, very eloquently, in my opinion, laid out exactly what the problem is in this country right now, laying down how we are here in this country on stolen land that was built on the backs of 400 years of slavery. And after years and years of not being listened to, of being pushed down and silenced over and over and over, what do people expect at this point? This is going to keep happening until 
These three officers are brought to justice for standing by and doing nothing until actual reform is made, until our country actually accounts for the sins of its creation. Until we do that, until we actually make that effort, nothing will change. And that is what he laid out on Fox yesterday. And I think that interviewer did not get what she wanted. Did they air it? Did they air it? Not only did they air it, but I was able to retweet it. And it's currently sitting at, you know, 420,000 likes on Twitter. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dan! Will you, um, awesome. will you, will you send that, me that, uh, Dan? I Absolutely. Of course. of course. Dan, send yeah. it to me, too. That was beautifully well, said. And I have to say, I love it. The, the running gag that Dan doesn't speak. And then when he does, he speaks incredibly <laughs> articulately and does a long monologue. First about Spectrum, now about Injustice. Uh, Dan, please contribute more to the show. Don't hide out in you your uh, in you. your little tech bubble. Well, you honor me. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sarah Chalk, we love you. I love you guys, too. Thanks for having me. Trevor, thank you for all everything you've done, Scrubs-wise. And I'm so um, happy that we were able to bring you and your partner together. And he's still going to get his basket, even though he's uh, hedging a little he bit. He should get on, his basket. Uh, yeah, but it's going to have, like, basket. the generic shit in it now. Well, That's okay. Just, we're, we're low on groceries anyway. Put the anyway, Trader so Joe's pecans, the sweet and salty Trader Joe's pecans in it. Donald, hey, I'm going to call you after this, and we're going to curate an amazing – we could give him uh, some swag. We can sign some stuff for him. That sounds great. I don't have anything, so... Yeah, some company made air fresheners of us without permission, which I don't mind (laughs) at all because I'm just happy to have an air freshener myself. I'm not giving that shit away. Donald smells like, quote, black ice, and uh, mine, I think, smells like vanilla. Appletini? Appletini. 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 Well, anyway, maybe we can throw Trevor some some unlicensed uh, JD and Turk air fresheners. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of people that are going to go looking for that. Uh, I know. I'm happy to throw the the business some business because I think they're funny and I don't really care. What am I going to make? A penny off that? I don't care. Okay. Uh, that being said. <laughs> fans, thank you so much for listening. Sarah, we love you so much. Sarah, we're going to let you do the numbers. Remember to uh, hit us up with questions. Joelle will sift through scrubsiheart at gmail.com. And Joelle will decide if, you're, if your question is good enough to come on the air. Get her attention. She said early on, don't just send some BS. Be creative because Joelle's a busy woman and she likes to be uh, have her eyes captivated by an interesting email. Uh, Sarah, stay safe. We love you. We miss you. You may now lead us in song by counting us in. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's a story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. 
Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on KindSnacks.com today.